Now I don't want to oversell it, but this would change your life. My people, welcome, Stulinium Radio, Jonathan Stewart. Today I'm going to take one more swing at the time value of money. To be exact, I'm going to focus on uneven cash flows. Hopefully you are carrying a financial calculator in your coat pocket or on your utility belt. Keep it handy. I'll be using my Texas Instruments BA2 Plus for today's examples. So here we go. Time value of money three. When cash flows collide. Two episodes ago, we found the present and future values of a single cash flow. Last time we did the same thing for a case where we have more than one cash flow, but they are the same dollar amount each period. We call those annuities. So now there's only one other type of cash flow, the uneven cash flow. This is a case where you have more than one cash flow, but it isn't the same dollar amount every period. Here's an example. Say we own an asset that will produce cash flows for the next three years. Specifically, it will generate $100 one year from now, $200 two years from now, and $300 three years from now. If you want to think bigger, you can use $100,000 or $100 million. What's a few zeros between people like us, right? I'm going to stay with hundreds to keep the example simple. So, what's the present value of these three cash flows if we require an 8% return? Now, there are a few ways to answer this question. One way is to handle each of these three cash flows individually, by hand. We would find the present value of each cash flow and then add the three present values together to find the answer. If I was stuck on a desert island without my computer or a BA2+, I could do this by hand using the magic number of the time value of money. That's 1 plus i to the nth power. 1 plus the interest rate raised to the power n. So to find the present value of $100 received one year from now, I divide 100 by 1 plus my interest rate to the first power, since it occurs in one year. Here, that's 100 divided by 1.08 to the first power. I get $92.59 for the present value of $100 received one year from now if my interest rate is 8%. What about the second cash flow? Well, the present value should be equal to $200 divided by 1.08 to the second power. That results in a present value of $171.47 for the second cash flow. On the third cash flow, the present value should be $300 divided by 1.08 to the third power. That gives me $238.15 for the third payment. Now all I have to do is add up all three present values. 
$92.59 plus $171.47 plus $238.15 equals $502.21. That's the present value of this uneven cash flow stream. That's what it's worth to me today. If someone offered to sell me an asset that produced these three cash flows, I would be willing to pay up to $502.21 for it today. If I pay that much for this asset and receive those three cash flows, I earn exactly an 8% return on my investment. Since the theoretical value of an asset should be the present value of the cash flows that it's expected to generate, this method is used to determine the value of lots of different financial and physical assets. Alright, what if I wanted to solve this problem using my financial calculator? Well, again, we have a couple of choices. We can find the present value of each cash flow individually and then add them all up, and that works fine, but if you have 10 or 20 cash flows, that could take a lot of time. Now, we cannot use the payment key that we talked about with annuities. The reason is that the payment key assumes that the cash flows are the same each period. Uneven cash flows, by a definition, are not the same each period, so the payment key won't work for us here. Luckily, the good people at Texas Instruments created a cash flow worksheet to solve these sorts of problems. If you have a BA2+, press the CF key. This takes you into the cash flow worksheet. Now, I have some numbers in this worksheet from the last time I did one of these problems, so I need to clear those out. I push second and clear work at the bottom left-hand corner of the calculator. This clears out the entire worksheet, and now I'm ready to go. My screen says CF0. That is the cash flow that occurs now, today, at time zero. This example doesn't have any cash flow at time zero, so I just skip it and press the down arrow. C01 represents the cash flow in the first period. $100, so I type 100 and press enter and then press the down arrow. If you don't press enter, then the calculator won't register this cash flow, so remember to press enter. Now my screen says F01. That represents the frequency of the first cash flow. How many times do we receive that cash flow in a row? Well, in this case, we receive $100 one time in a row. So F01 equals 1. That's the default, so we can just press the down arrow and move on to cash flow 2. C02 represents the cash flow in the second period, and for our problem, it's $200. So I press 200, enter, and then the down arrow. F02 refers to how many consecutive periods we receive that $200. In this case, one. So we can just press the down arrow again and move to cash flow three. C03 represents the third and final cash flow. So I type 300 and press enter and the down arrow. Again, there's just one payment of $300, so I leave F03 at 1. 
Alright, let's finish this thing up. Press the NPV key, conveniently located right next to the CF key, and when you press NPV, the screen says I equals. This is asking us for an interest rate. Today, our interest rate is 8%, so I press 8, enter, and then the down arrow. Now my screen says NPV. NPV stands for Net Present Value. That's what we're looking for today. The net or total of present values of all three of these cash flows. So on this NPV screen, I push Compute and POW! The present value equals $502.21, just like when we did it by hand. Okay, here's an example with monthly payments. You want to purchase a house, fix it up a little, and rent it out. You can borrow the money at 8% compounded monthly, so you would like to earn a 12% return on your money so you can pay back your loan and still earn a positive return. You find a house that you think you can rent out for $800 per month for the first 10 years and then you can rent it out for $700 per month for the next 5 years. What is the most that you can pay for this house if you want to make a 12% return? Well, if we find the present value of these cash flows, we'll have an answer for you. Press CF to enter the cash flow worksheet. Now press second and clear work to clear the previous problem out of the worksheet. Now the screen says CF0. We don't have a cash flow zero, so leave that alone and press the down arrow. C01 should equal $800, so type 800 and enter, and then press the down arrow. Now the screen says F01. We think we can earn $800 per month for 10 years, so that's 120 monthly payments. I type 120 and press enter. This is one of those times when I'm really thankful for the frequency line because it saves me from having to enter $800 120 times. Press the down arrow. C02 is $700, so type 700, enter, and the down arrow. Five years worth of payments would be 5 times 12, or 60 payments. I type 60 and enter. Now press the NPV key. The calculator asks for an interest rate. I want to earn at least 12% per year, but I'm dealing with monthly periods here. So 12% per year translates into roughly 1% per month, right? Type 1, enter, and the down arrow. Now I'm on the NPV screen and all I have to do is press compute. I get $65,295.22. That is the present value of the cash flows, and it's the most that I should be willing to invest in this house. If I can buy it for less than $65,000, then that's even better. My return goes up as my investment goes down. Well, it's time to call it. Now you have a couple of uneven cash flow examples to work with. 
Thanks to our financial calculators, these are pretty straightforward after you've done a few. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in today. If you have any questions, requests, or suggestions for future episodes, email them to me, stulinium at gmail.com. Also, check out my website, stulinium.com. Until next time, Jonathan Stewart, Stulinium Radio.